0: Yeah.
1: All right, here we are. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we are live and I have my my new friend here, Lorena Tomasini, and she says that she can protect our help us protect our money and get tax-free income for our retirement. But can you do that, Lorena, for sure?
0: Can you do that today? It depends. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Okay, we'll see what's going on. We'll see what we can do here on this latest episode of The Authority Project. All right, all right. Here we are. We are all set. I have a bunch of questions for you, Lorena. And I want to actually this very first question, Elm, I guess, is tell us about you personally, first of all, and then professionally.
0: Sure, that, that's a great question. So Brian, um, I was born and raised here in Miami, Florida, mm-hmm. um, half Cuban, half Argentinian. That's why the Italian last name. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I speak Spanish, mm-hmm. and I've been told I have a Miami accent. I'm not mm-hmm. sure what they're talking about, but I get that often. Um, and something else personal, I enjoy playing the piano and basketball. I can't dunk, but you know, I like to play for fun as well as playing uh pool. It's always something fun oh, to really? do. Oh,
1: okay. Yeah. All right, all right. Hustling mm-hmm. right there.
0: Hustling. I'm glad you told me because I don't wanna I ever meet you I
1: know exactly not to play. <laughs> what not to play with you? Sure. Right. Okay. So mm-hmm, here we mm-hmm. are. Uh here we are now. Um I have so many questions. So I want to know, first of all, <laughs> for people who are, who are joining I got Joanne just coming coming in and said, good afternoon. Thank you so much for coming in and checking out the show. How are we going to make insurance sexy on this show? I mean, I don't want to, I, I don't want, I don't, I don't know about insurance. All right. I don't want to know anything about shit insurance. <laughs> you know, it's just so, it's so much work, the paperwork, the numbers, who needs it? I don't know. Oh no!
0: Tell us, tell us how we can (laughs) the importance
1: of insurance, Lorena. Go ahead.
0: Yeah, definitely. So you know, I studied finance when I was in college years ago, and so I am a numbers person. So I guess insurance was was a good fit for me, and you know, helping people. Um, So yeah, I mean, what we're gonna talk about today is just general information. Um, Personally, I'm licensed in Florida and Nebraska. So this is just general information so you guys have an idea of like what type of questions to ask and and just get some more information. And I promise we're gonna make it a, a fun topic, hopefully. <laughs> and and that you guys will get some value out, out of this time together.
1: Awesome. So I would say like the majority of my audience right now, they're you know they're business owners, they're small business owners mostly. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure a lot goes in their mind about you know, protecting their, the little bit of money that they are trying to accumulate and keep and sustain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What is the, um, what, what is your advice for people who are, who are small business and want to have some kind of protection for their business?
0: Yeah, that's a, another good question there, Brian. So uh, as a small business owner, you know, you're always thinking about um, having enough cash flow, right? For your employees and things like that. But a lot of times we're not thinking about, well, what if something happens to me How do I continue the business, right? So maybe you have a a partnership with somebody, right? Like you guys own the business 50-50. Well, it's very important that that partnership has some insurance behind it because what insurance does is it transfers the risk from myself or my company to the insurance company, right? So that if something were to happen as as a business owner or a partner that – the business can continue. And and what I mean by that is like it's a fancy term. It's called a buy sell agreement. And that just means that like if if I were to pass away, let's say and I own 50% of a business, then my business partner will have enough um death benefit right from the life insurance policy to to buy my part of the business. Right. Because a lot of times we don't think about what if the spouse of that business partner has to come in, right? Maybe I don't want to work with that spouse, right? Because they have no idea about anything going on in the business or I just don't like their attitude, right? Right. Whatever the case might be. So that provides the surviving business partner um, a way to continue the business however they would like, right? But the other thing that, and that's like an extreme case, right? Like a business partner that passes away. But a lot of times we don't think about what happens along the way. What if I'm self-employed and I'm just a business owner here working for myself, right? Um, What happens if, God forbid, I get diagnosed with something like cancer, heart attack, stroke? These are things that we see often, right? And we see a lot of times people are out there building GoFundMe pages and things like that. And that's great. But that's also like, you know, back in the day at churches, they would pass around like the hat, right? When something would happen. Right. So as a business owner, we need to be financially responsible. If something like that were to happen, how can I replace my income um, while going through that? Right. Because you might have health insurance and that's great. That helps cover the cost of hospital and chemotherapy and that type of stuff. But there's still bills to pay for that as well. Right. You have your deductible and all these fancy terms. Right. Mm-hmm. But how are you going to continue Paying your salary, paying your own mortgage, paying your employees, right? Depending if you were like, if you brought in all the business, now what, you know? So that that's what insurance. And and there I'm talking about life insurance mm-hmm. that provides living benefits. So that just means that you can use part of that $100,000, $200,000 death benefit, whatever the amount is now um, to help you pay for things if you're diagnosed with something like a critical illness, which is like cancer, heart attack, stroke, right?
1: Okay. Now, is, is that a certain title to that type of insurance? Or just a, what, what are we looking for specifically? Is there is there a name for that?
0: Yeah. So you can buy that with either a term policy, which is just a policy that lasts, right, like 20, 30 years, or in a permanent plan, which a permanent plan lasts your entire lifetime, right? And people always ask, oh, how do I know what to buy? And I always say it depends on your needs, right? Because each family and each business owner out there is very different. So um, that's not a specific company or a specific plan. You just want to make sure that you ask um, the person that you're speaking to, hey, does this policy have living benefits or an accelerated benefit rider um, that I can use in case of a critical illness or a chronic illness? And yeah, I mean, personally, I'm a broker, and that means that I represent different insurance companies, and there's reasons for that, right? It could be someone's health or what what they're looking to get, right? Um, So I can really tailor their solution to their needs. But I, I like to represent companies that provide the living benefits, because I think that we are living a lot longer than before, and we need to have a policy that does more than one thing, right? Be there for me. Not just if I pass away, but be there for me if something happens along the way.
1: I love that. I love that. Now, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna get. I'm just gonna jump right into this. <laughs> jump right into this here.
0: Yeah, go ahead. What can
1: we? Uh, what about affording insurance? You know, because I, you know, because sometimes you, you feel like we got to go do this monthly payment, and then da da da. You know, how long is this, is it going to be worth it in the long, long <laughs> run, you know, you know, about affording right, right. anxiety, even I do about, you know, paying this thing every month, what, what, what is that yeah. all about?
0: <laughs> what you so I think
1: that?
0: <laughs> from experience, the anxiety comes because people have this idea or this uh, mi- misconception that insurance is expensive, right? Yeah. And it's really not because if we look at the actual rates for people's ages and things like that and the benefits that they're getting out of it, there's no way that you could, with $100 a month, um, write a check to your family for $500,000, right? Mm-hmm. But that's what life insurance does. So even if you've only paid the policy for three years, let's give an example here, right, and you're paying $100 a month in the, in the example, In three years, you would have paid, what, like $3,600 in total? Let's say at the third year, that person passes away and they had a death benefit of $500,000. If we look at it numbers-wise, right, it's a good return on investment because that person paid $3,600 and their family received $500,000 tax-free, okay? Because life insurance, at least here in Florida, the death benefit is a tax-free death benefit for the beneficiaries, right? Mm. Now, obviously, the older you are, the more costly the insurance can be uh, for a few reasons, right? Not just age, but also health plays a factor. Um, But that shouldn't deter you from getting information because you can get a policy from $30 a month and up. And no matter what age you are, there's always something for your budget, you know? Now, I always say, I might like I don't know, a BMW as a car, but all, can I, all I can afford is a Toyota, right? Yeah. It's the same thing with life insurance, right? I might want a $3 million death benefit, but all, all I can afford is 100000 Well, Well, 100000 is better than nothing, right? For your family or for your business, okay. whatever the case might be. So I think, you know, making an informed decision will get rid of a lot of that anxiety And working with somebody that wants to work with your budget, because if I'm not listening to you telling me that, Hey, all I can afford is $60. And I'm here quoting you $200 a month. That person is not even going to listen to what I'm saying because financially it doesn't make sense. Yeah.
1: Okay. So here's my next question. I see various, various amounts of (laughs) benefits lately, especially some of these new startups. You know, some, mm-hmm. some will give you 100,000, some will give you 500,000, some will give you a million. Um, why is there such a difference in 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 benefit from different companies? And should we even discuss those kind of things um, on different different budgets?
0: Yeah, that, that's a great question. So, you know, I see a lot of companies out there, especially these startups that we hear, that, oh, it's easy, take this off your to-do list, you know, just sign up online, like, hold up, we're not buying a pair of shoes that (laughs) this one's brown and it matches my purse. We're talking about the financial security of your business or your family, right? Depending what the purpose is of this policy. And a lot of times you'll see advertised, oh, get a million dollars in coverage for $20 a month. I'm just putting numbers out there, right?
1: That's what I want.
0: <laughs> and, yeah, that's what everyone wants, right? But the issue is, is that they're not telling you the behind the scenes that mm. that quote that they're giving you is for a 25 year old who qualifies for a preferred plus super non tobacco rating, right? Mm. So the insurance companies, what they do is they'll get your history of your medical records, right? Are you a smoker? Your family history. And then based on that, we can give you a quote, right? So I'm not a fan of giving people these preferred plus rates. Personally, I'll give you a standard rate. So that means at age 40, this is what the price is for everybody age 40 for this million dollar in coverage, right? Mm. Then after we do the application, the underwriter is going to look at, okay, well, this 40 year old, he's really healthy. He goes to the doctor every year he's not taking any medication, his family history looks good. And then the underwriter might come back and say, you know what, we can give this 40 year old that million instead of the $100 that you quoted him, it can be $50, right? So I'd rather quote you at $100 and quote you at 50 and then come back and tell you, hey, Brian, instead of the, the 50 that I quoted you, it's now a double, right? right? So that and that's a lot of misconception. And it leads to a lot of false hope or i don't know what to call it but like it's to me it's misleading right i can i can quote you the 30 dollars a month but you know hey i'm also not looking for a client that's just looking for the cheapest thing either i mean to me it doesn't make a difference if they pay 30 or 50 or whatever right to me it matters that what they're paying is something they can afford month after month year after year right and, and it's something that they're comfortable with you know um But that's why I always say you need to make an informed decision and going online, you can Google this, but it's like everything, you know, I don't, I've been doing this 14 years. Uh, I hope by now I'm an expert in what I do. Right. And so I have the knowledge to go into the different companies and do all this hard work for you. Instead of you having to go in there and give out your email and your phone number and I'll get a thousand calls on your phone you know, with yeah. 10,000 people that are just looking at quotes, like if it's a calculator, you know? And I, I say, I'm not a calculator, that's not my <laughs> job, you know? Yeah. <laughs> my I job did. is to give you yes. you yes. know, a few quotes and, and find something. Like I always say anyways, until we don't do an application and that comes back from the underwriter, we're not really doing anything, you know? It's just numbers that I'm giving you, you know?
1: Awesome, that is great. So with that said, We'll segue into my next question. What are the dangers of signing some insurance plans out there so that we know ahead of time not to do something, not to sign here as opposed to something else?
0: Okay. Yeah, that, that's a good question. So let's see. With with, with certain policies, um, you want to know like, hey, does this policy have like a waiting period, right? Mm-hmm. So if it's somebody that's like very, that has like a lot of health issues, there's policies out there that will say, hey, we will not ask you a whole bunch of medical questions and you'll still get a policy, right? Well, that's great, but you need to ask, hey, is there going to be a waiting period for this? Which is fine because some people, you know, their health their wise, that's the only thing they'll qualify for and they'll still have coverage, right? So what will happen in those types of cases is that if the person passes away before the waiting period, they'll get back all their money that they put the family, right. Plus some interest, but you need to ask these questions because, you know, if they're not asking you a lot of questions, there's a reason for that. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, the other thing I would say, but that's not really something to look out for. That's just something to ask. You know, that's just regular questions to ask. I would say also, you know, should you do something with a medical exam or without a medical exam? nowadays with covid the majority of companies are allowing um so they're allowing up to a million in coverage a lot of them some even more without doing a medical exam and you can still qualify for like those really good rates that we talked about earlier right before if you didn't do a medical exam yeah get your policy in two days and don't do any (laughs) blood work but you might be paying a lot more for that same coverage because you didn't go through the medical exam, right? So it's kind of like a good thing with COVID because now you can still get the really good rates and not have to do the medical exam, you know? Um, And yeah, I would say get quotes from different companies. To be honest, a lot of companies are not very competitive in price. The price difference might be a dollar or $2, but something to ask is, hey, what rating does this company have? Mm -hmm. So just like stocks and things like that, insurance companies are rated like from a to f i personally only represent companies that are a plus or a right um because anything below that is like (laughs) why you know that that's just a way for you to know that the companies have enough assets and stuff to pay for their claims and a company that's been around for a long time you know Uh, the majority of companies i represent have been around over 50 60 100 years you know
1: okay so oh this is wonderful so um what or oh, say, say when i should say not what when when is the best time to sign on this insurance series you, know, you know insurance paper or whatever to get started
0: yeah yeah so i, I have a joke and it's, you know, hopefully your audience will laugh at this one, <laughs> <laughs> but I say, if you're alive, you should have life insurance, you know, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we never know. Um, you know, so something really tragic. I got a call from a client that their dad was in the hospital um, and he was, you know, he was passing away actually from COVID and and the, the father, who was the one that was passing away? He he was a veteran, mm-hmm. and like it really touched me because he thought the son thought that because his dad was a veteran that you know the VA was going to take care of all of their uh, funeral expenses and all this stuff, and that's just not the reality, you know. Mm-hmm. So the best time to buy life insurance would be um, a few different stages in your life, right? Yeah. Either you're young, so you get lower rates. You can keep that lower rate as the years pass by. It always remains the same, right? That's one. Uh, When you buy a house is a good time. When you get married, um, you know, maybe when you have grandkids, you want to leave something to them, right? Mm -hmm. So there are different times in your life is good. Uh, You know, I always say try to buy life insurance before something happens. So before the heart attack, before the diabetes not because you can't get life insurance when you have those conditions. It just makes it a little bit harder, you know, Mm -hmm. but that's why, Hey, you have someone like me to find what company would accept somebody with diabetes or that has a history of heart disease, right. Or whatever their cancer, right. Whatever the case might be.
1: Awesome. So with that said, um, just a a deeper dive who needs right now in your experience, who needs insurance the most? in your experience uh, with people you've dealt
0: with? I, I think if anybody depends on you, then you need to have life insurance. So that could mean I depend on myself. I need to have life insurance. Why? Because what we talked about earlier, the the living benefits, and we haven't touched on yet the tax-free income, right? For retirement. Yeah. But that's another way. That's another reason to get life insurance. Um. So if anybody depends on you, so if you have small children that are still 18 or even older, right, because what if you pass away, who's going to pay for your funeral and things like that, right? Your kids that are now adults who maybe don't have ten, twenty thousand dollars 20000 in their bank account for this, right? No, no, so <laughs> we need to think, huh?
1: So no, they do not. <laughs>
0: No, they do not. Right. (laughs) A lot of times we're, we're here living paycheck to paycheck. Right. And when something happens now, what, and then that's when the emotions kick in and the funeral home is like, Hey, don't you want to buy extra flowers and extra this, you know, you want to do the best for your parents. And you know, that also has a cost to it. So yeah, I would say when, when you have kids, if, if somebody depends on you, like, let's say you're, 25 or 30 and you still live at home with your parents or maybe you don't live with them but you help them out financially well if something happens to you how would they continue paying for whatever it is that you're helping right or sometimes people want to leave money for like a charity or a nonprofit and life insurance is a great way of doing that because you can also designate a charity or a nonprofit to receive the the benefits right um so it's just any anything like that, you know, is, is what I see. Business owners, I feel a lot of business owners here in the U.S. are lacking life insurance, you know. They mm-hmm. think, oh, I have a business, so that's fine. Yeah, but there's a lot of cost that goes into that. And what we touched on earlier, well, what if something happens like cancer or a critical illness, you know. Personally, I know what that's like. My dad was a business owner, and everything was fine until one day he got diagnosed with cancer. Mm -hmm. And then we saw what it meant that my dad couldn't go to work every day and he depended on himself to work. You know, he was a, a salesperson. So we saw firsthand what it meant to not be prepared for that, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Yeah. So let's go into um, what far the last topic about getting tax-free income for your retirement.
0: Yeah. So I want to preface this with saying I'm not an investment advisor, anything like that. I do insurance. okay? And life insurance is always there to be there for when you pass away or like we talked about the living benefits earlier. But there are certain types of life insurance policies, permanent plans, right, that they build cash value. So what happens is part of the money that you put into the the payments, right, it goes into this cash value. Now, the good thing about this is that it works with the S&P 500. So based on how the S&P 500 is doing, right, if it's going up or going down, you're going to get a certain interest rate. The good thing is, um, I don't know about you, Brian, but if I had money in the stock market, like in a 401k, and all of a sudden it crashes like it did recently, what happens to to my money? Do I keep it or do I lose some money?
1: You lose, lose big. If you
0: lose, right? <laughs> yeah. You lose big, right? Okay. Eventually, the stock market will recuperate because yeah. that's just, it's its cyclical, right? Right. So with, with life insurance, when you have the money into a permanent plan, what happens is, let's say one year, the S&P 500 on average for the year, it did 10%. Okay, then you get 10%. Next year, it went down and it, and it did negative 20% well, that year, instead of you losing, you know, 20%, you will get 0%. So you just don't get any interest that year. Mm -hmm. But, you know, that that's the big difference between having your money and something that when it goes down, you lose money, then you keeping your principal and your interest, Mm -hmm. so that then the next year, hopefully goes back up, and you're not not now starting from a negative 20% to get back to where you were to now go back up, right? You just stay where you were and then go up from there, you know? So this is an interesting way of using life insurance to help supplement your retirement income, okay? It's not to help. um, I'm not saying don't put your money in your 401k. I'm not saying that. I'm saying supplement some of that in in a permanent plan if it's something, you know, that you can afford to do and, and so forth. So it's just something, an interesting way of of um, supplementing your your retirement. You can use that for retirement, or you can use that twenty years from now to go on a trip, right? Whatever you want to do, it's it doesn't have a label what you need to use the money for. Awesome. And and you know, and since it's coming from a life insurance policy, when you take the funds out of there, depending how you take it out and so forth, it is tax free. Mm-hmm.
1: Now, is that tax-free in any state, or? or, or I know some, some of us are global. Uh, again, some I'm global global here, here in Florida. OK.
0: Yeah, I'm here in Florida, so this is for Florida. Again, <laughs> general information. So you need to find what's going on in, in your state. Don't yeah. say, hey, Lorena said no, no. <laughs> Unless you're calling me because you're here her. in Florida, <laughs> then I can help you.
1: <laughs> They'll come at you. Okay. They'll come at you later.
0: No, no, no. <laughs> general general information, general you, you go information. find someone where she, you live, you know?
1: Ladies and gentlemen, mm-hmm. she gives us general information. Is making sure, <laughs> making sure. But you can you can connect with her. You can connect with her. She can tell you some things further, of course. In Right. That that was the to the closing of our show here. So where can they find you, Lorena? Online.
0: Awesome. So you can, you know, you can stalk me all over social media. Um, you can find my name or my business um by searching M-A-L-M-I-N S twenty-two or mom M-A-L-M, Life and Health Insurance Agency. Um, wow. yeah, that wow. would be the easiest way.
1: Great. And you also have this here and there as well, right? Oh.
0: That's right. Yeah. So I, I also host um, the podcast, 12 Minute Talks, where other Florida-based uh, business owners and entrepreneurs talk about what they help other people solve in 12 minutes.
1: Awesome. You can you can find that anywhere on, online as well, that podcast?
0: Yeah. So, you know, Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, um, anything like that. And we also have a Facebook page and Instagram page. Awesome.
1: Okay. Great. Great. And I think if anybody else has questions, um, please um, um, connect with her directly because of course, we know this is general information. know, <laughs> this is general information. Yes. <laughs> but um, that is great. That is a wrap for today. Mm-hmm. I, I learned a lot in 30 minutes, a lot. So, I'm glad. Yes, so please, uh, please get in touch with her to learn more about um, insurance and protecting your money and getting that special get tax-free income that i never heard of, none of her, never even thought of before. So that's a great thing too. So um, we're about done. We're about done. Please search us here as well. Right. The sponsor here for this show is the Authority Builders Academy. We'll be, get people like Lorena to come in here and give us special trainings with her authority and her niche and many more. And we help you develop your own authority of, of a your own authority of platform for yourself so you can sell what you're great at. And that is all for today. Unless we have anything else from Lorena today, is that it?
0: I just wanna say th- thank you so much, Brian. I appreciate the opportunity to share this uh, with you.
1: Awesome, well, I'm glad to have you here. And that is a wrap for this episode of the Authority Project.